welcome to the Apex Church Podcast. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to check out our website at www.apexchurch.org.uk and let us know you've been listening. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Well, it's so good to be with you today for our first online service for a new year, 2023. I really hope you enjoyed the Christmas time, that season. And during that time, hopefully you were able to catch up with some family and friends. And I know at those moments, we often like to look back and reflect on previous years, even previous Christmases, and tell stories and remind ourselves of things that happened before. And in our house, we are at a stage where we're creating memories, where our children are at a great age and we're making lots of memories that I know in the future we're going to look back upon and we are going to be sharing and telling them about, remember when you did this? I think it's great when we can look back on good things and good times. And it's okay also to feel a little bit more nostalgic I think Christmas really creates that, that within us, that sense of nostalgia. And we look back and we remember how things were, but also in our spiritual journey, we can look back and not to go back to those days, but to inspire our faith for today and also for tomorrow. Today, I want to begin with you our new series called Lookout. And at the end of last year, as I was thinking about what we should speak on and what we should look on as a church together, I really sensed God saying to me to look out. And he led me to that scripture, which we find in John chapter 4, verse 35. And we're going to come to that in a few moments. But have you noticed that in this generation that we are living in right now, that it's so obvious at times that we can all become a little bit more self-focused, self-centered, self-absorbed. In fact, we're part of the generation that are glued to their phones and that are constantly taking selfies and constantly looking inward. But we are the people of faith, the people of God, and we are part of his kingdom and share the culture of his kingdom and should share that same mindset which isn't to just focus on ourselves, but to be outward focused, to look outward. And and today I want to begin this series of looking out, of focusing not just on ourselves, but on others, and looking beyond the walls of our church, and beyond the walls of our homes, and into the wider community. Turn them in your Bible to John chapter 4. And in this chapter, we find an incredible story in the Bible when Jesus meets with a woman in broad daylight who was a Samaritan, which was very controversial for the time. And he speaks to her and tells her things that nobody else would have known. But he also spoke to her about what he came to bring eternal life. And and the Bible tells us that after Jesus speaks to her, she goes back to her home and begins to tell everyone about 
Jesus and begins to say, hey, he could be the Messiah. And his disciples at that point, they've gone off into town for food. And when they get back and discover that Jesus has spoken to a woman, they are just trying to get their head around what has just happened. But Jesus helps them to understand what his whole mission was all about. That it was time to stop just thinking of ourselves and our smallness, but to think bigger, and that he came, Jesus came, to bring his life-transforming power to everyone. That's what the disciple, Peter, told everyone on the day of Pentecost when he preached. He said that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Isn't that an incredible promise? No matter who you are, no matter your background, no matter what you're feeling or going through right now, if you call on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. And in this story, Jesus says these words to his disciples. We read them in verse 35 of John chapter 4. And he says this to his disciples. Don't you have a saying? It's still four months to harvest. I tell you, Open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Start looking out. Don't wait any longer. Don't lack confidence in God. And don't lack confidence in his mission and his message of the good news. See, one of the reasons that people become self-centered is because they lack self-confidence. And I really felt preparing this message to remind us today that our confidence is not in ourselves, but it is in God. Our identity is in Christ. And our confidence needs to be certain in the power of his message. It still is the power of God unto salvation. So Jesus says to open your eyes, to look out. Stop just looking inward. And there's a time to look in. But Jesus is reminding us that we can't just look in all the time, that we need to look out to what's going on in our world. You maybe heard someone say to you, you need to look out for yourself. And when you think about that, if we just look out for ourselves, and if we're not careful, we will become very me-focused, selfish, just what I want, what I get. But what if someone was to say that you need to look after yourself? That's different. That's when you're looking for self-care, to make sure you're a healthy you, that you are being your true self, that you are bringing your best. And when we look in too much and forget to look out, that's when we just start looking out for ourselves. But I want to encourage you this new year to look after yourself so that you can look out and you can go and bring this incredible message that Jesus still transforms lives and he can transform your life. He says to look at the fields and one of the highlights for me in 2022 was actually during Peterhead Scottish Week. Maybe you were there on the South Road, there on the Lido, whilst the Red Arrows flew over the marina and did an incredible display. 
They were doing their loop-de-loops. They were doing the corkscrew. They were almost looked like they were going to crash into each other. They were filling the sky with a different colored smoke. The noise of the engines as they roared over the top of our heads. And it was, it was quite breathtaking at times. But also, at the end of that, there was a parachute display where some of the guys, they jumped out of the aeroplane and they descended towards the ground and they were doing their maneuvers and their tricks and they landed there. And I'll never forget, actually, the scene of that part of our town that was just filled with so much people. Some were standing on the banks of the Lido, some were on the road, some were sat together as families, some were maybe sitting on a wall watching, and all the way up the main street, the South Road, it was filled of people. And in that moment, I was thinking of the fields that are ripe on a harvest. And after the Red Arrows, everybody was walking towards the links. And if you're from Peterhead, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to picture this. And there was a huge crowd of people moved towards that field to watch the parachute display. And for me, it was just a vision once again of remembering our community. The fields are ripe. This is the harvest that Jesus has given for us. But you know, if we were standing there on the south road looking out at the marina and our eyes were closed, we would have missed the whole thing. Oh, we might have heard what was going on, but we wouldn't have seen what was happening. And if we were looking down, all we would have seen is our feet and the ground around us, and we would have missed what was going on. And Jesus is saying to his disciples, you need to stop looking down. You need to stop looking in. You need to open up your eyes to see what is going on here. It's time to open our eyes to look at the fields. What are you looking at in 2023? Are you seeing what God is doing? Have you got that vision that is bigger than yourself? You know, bad vision is one of the reasons that we miss what God's doing. That's when we're me-focused, just thinking of our own needs and our own wants. But when you get a vision that is bigger than you, that's when you begin to be outward focused. That's when you understand God's heart for you, but also for other people. That's when you look up and you open up your eyes, your spiritual eyes, and you begin to get an understanding of God's heart for people. I wonder this year, as we go into this new year, will you live a life that is bigger than just you? Bigger than your family, that is bigger than your circle of influence. And actually, it reaches and impacts our community. See, I, I think one of the greatest examples in the Bible of someone who was outward focused is actually the father in the parable of the lost son. We read about this in Luke chapter 15. And just for these next few moments, I just want to pick out one or two things of the actions of this man, how he lived an outward-focused life. And, and we read in verse 20 of Luke 15, and it speaks about the father. Remember, this is the father whose son has come to him and said, I want my inheritance now. 
he really was saying to his dad, I wish you were dead so that I can now receive what is mine. And the father agrees to give him his inheritance. And the Bible says that he goes off, he leaves home, and he spends all his money. And he wastes it on a lifestyle that was not righteous. And he finds himself in a place of complete desperation. He's in a place which was shameful for people at that time, that he was with the pigs, and he craved to eat the food that pigs would eat. And the Bible says that he came to his senses, finally, and he made a decision, I'd be better off being at home with my father as a servant than being here. And he begins that journey of coming home. But all the while, the father is looking for his son to come home. This is what verse 20 says. But while, so he got up and went to his father, that's his son. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The father had his eyes wide open. He was outward focused. He was looking for his son to return. Can I ask you this year, who is it that you are looking for to return? Who is it in your world, in your family, that maybe isn't walking with God today? Maybe they've wandered. Maybe they've never walked with God, but you are believing that this year they're going to come home. Well, I want you to remind yourself of the characteristics of the father here. Because the Bible says that when the son was a long way off, and you might feel that that person you're believing for is a long way off, it almost seems impossible. We're living in a society that seems to be farther and farther away from Christian belief and Christian fundamentals, that it almost seems that it's impossible for anyone to come to faith when Jesus, like maybe they once did. But if you believe that, then really you're building it all upon our best efforts. Because the, the message hasn't changed. And the method hasn't changed either. Because the Bible tells us that salvation is the power of God. And maybe you're looking today thinking it's never going to happen. It's, they're too far away. It's not possible. Can I remind you that salvation is a work of God and that he specializes in the impossible. I, I for a, a year, lived in Chicago, and I had an incredible dorm room that looked out onto one of the landmarks of the city. It's called the John Hancock Tower. And I looked out my window, and I could see to the very top of that skyscraper. And it was a really impressive view from my dorm room, but one day, I got out of my dorm room and walked up to the very top of the John Hancock Tower. I went up one evening because I wanted to see what the city looked at night. There are 8 million people lived in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. And when I got up the top there, I could see for as far as my eyes could go to the ends of that city. And it was so impressive to see the city lights, all those street lights, all those buildings, all those homes. I could pick out some of the landmarks. I could see so far. And there was such a great distance I could see. But I couldn't see 
people. Even looking down to the ground, the people were like ants. And sometimes we can look so far that we miss what is of importance. See, our, our vision, our outward focus is not just looking to the future. It's looking for the people that are in the future. And, and when we go to big skyscrapers or lookout points, often you get a set of binoculars and you can try and look for landmarks and you maybe look for some people and you begin to see them as they really are. And this father could see a long way off and he could see his son coming because he was looking for him. He was outward focused. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Hey, if you someone in your world you think they're too far gone, well, can I remind you of how far you've come? You see, the Bible tells us in the book of Romans that God demonstrates his own love for us while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You were there once. There was one time you were far off, but his love reached to you and it can reach to each and every one who's watching me today or people you're believing for. What's the best way to become outward focused is remind yourself of what God has done for you, that he's given his life for you and he showed, demonstrated his love for you. And the least we can do is try and help other people to find and receive that love that God has for them. So he could see a long way off because the father saw him. He saw him because he was looking with the heart of a father. And here we have a great picture of God's heart for us. That's what it looks like to be outward focused. Can you, can you see them now? Can you see that loved one that maybe seems too far off, that isn't interested, that isn't walking with God right now, but one day, one day, come on, I'm believing and I want to unite my heart with yours. One day, they're going to be walking with God. They're going to be planted and thriving in his house. Not just them, but their descendants, their family as well. God sees them now and knows what they will be. He did the same with us. I heard recently about the evangelist D.L. Moody that he committed to pray for a hundred of his friends every single day that they would give their lives to Christ. And during his lifetime, 96 of those people that he prayed for chose to give their hearts to God. Isn't that incredible? 96 out of 100 people who he prayed for daily until they came to faith. Well, what about the other four? Well, at his funeral service when he died, those four people gave their life to Christ as well. Can I, can I encourage you? Let's not give up. We, we are in our church life beginning a time of prayer and fasting for these next three days. And I want to encourage you. Let's believe. Let's pray for those in our hearts and in our lives that we are believing that they are going to come home. They are going to be found in the house of God once again. He saw him and he was filled with compassion. You know, the father didn't know what his son had done whilst he was away. He didn't know about his riotous living. He 
could have guessed in the details, but I bet he never forgot how his heart felt the day he came and asked for his inheritance. Or he knew the pain of a broken heart. But the Bible says that he wasn't filled with resentment. He wasn't filled with judgment. He wasn't filled with condemnation. He was filled with compassion for his son. And I really believe to be someone who is outward focused, your heart must be filled with compassion for others. Not judgment, not self-righteousness, not thinking and looking down on others, but a heart of compassion. Aware of what God has done for you, how he's forgiven you, how he's turned your life around, and how there are so many others that need that same grace, that same mercy, and same love. The Bible says we've all, like sheep, gone astray. We've all turned our own way. But God doesn't treat us like we deserve to be. He loves us. He welcomes us. And he changes us. And this is what Jesus is trying to explain to his disciples. That the life-transforming power that he has is not just for a small group in the Middle East. Now it's for the whole world. And even through generations. And it's for us today. And I just can love this picture of the father running to his son. The Bible says that he throws his arms around him. An embrace which speaks of acceptance and support. He didn't push him away. He embraced him. See, this is what Jesus does for us. Even in all our failings and all our mistakes, he welcomes us with open arms and puts his arms around us. But this is a great picture as well of doing life together as a church family. We throw our arms around each other. We help people. We support people. We think of others. We help people on a journey. They maybe ain't all there yet, but we're going to help each other. That we're not going to be looking down on others. We're going to be lifting people up. The Father threw his arms around him, even when he got it wrong. You know, there are many things that we do as a church family in our ministries and our outreach to try and throw our arms around people. I think of our community cafe that is feeding 100 meals every week. I think of what we just did with the Given Tree and supporting the local family centre at Christmas time. I think of our mega kids club. All those children from all different backgrounds were throwing our arms around them and welcoming them and letting them know the love that Jesus has for them. Hey, this week we're going to start our our Alpha. What an opportunity for you to maybe bring one of those that you're believing for and praying for. And hey, maybe on that journey as people put their arms around them and show them love and acceptance that maybe they'll have an understanding of the, the love that Jesus has for them and they'll, they'll experience that life transforming power. But the Father didn't just put his arms around them. Jesus said that this Father kissed his son. What an act of love that even before he 
confessed, before he repented, before he was cleaned up, before he had everything together, the father kissed his son. What a picture of the grace and the love of God. Friend, you could be watching me today and you feel like you have messed up. You feel like you're far away. You feel like you're not enough, you're not good enough, you're not worthy. But the truth is, is that Jesus loves you unconditionally. And he accepts you just as you are. And, and when you put your faith in him and ask him to forgive you of all the rubbish in your life, the, the sin that has separated you from your Father in heaven, he promises to give you a new life, a fresh start. And he'll help you on that journey. He'll give you his spirit to live within you. To change your desires, to now want to please him, not on just be me focused and please yourself. And if you're watching me right now and you say, Daniel, that's me, I, I realize that I need his love. I need his forgiveness. Then I, I want to help you today. Because Jesus came into this world and he, he went to the cross and in that moment upon the cross he takes your place and he deals with your sin he pays the penalty he takes the punishment and now when you ask him to forgive you of your sin he, he makes you brand new and after he died upon the cross he rose from the dead to give us victory in this life but also the promise that we will spend eternity with him. He said, Daniel, I, I want to receive that. Well, you just pray this prayer sincerely from your heart. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you that you came into this world and that you went to the cross for me. I recognize that I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. I turn away from my old life. I choose to follow you. Help me to live a life that pleases you by the power of your spirit. I confess you are my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed that today, can I ask you to please to reach out to us, communicate with us, send us a message on Facebook or an email, whatever you can do to make sure you let us know because we want to help you on your journey. Come on, let's see her. Let's look out. There's so much going on in our world today. We need to be the people that are not so insular looking in, that we're missing what God wants to do here and now. That we're not just looking back, but we're looking out into all that God has for us. Let's have the heart of the Father. They can see a long way off, can see the people, and believe in that God is still able to bring that life-transforming power to them as well.